0: peace and blessings you beautiful divine beings welcome to the living in spirit podcast it's your girl zane spirit and oh i am absolutely thrilled to be here uh we just passed our uh third year website anniversary so i thank you guys so much for supporting soul drive global for supporting souldriveglobal.com. The podcast as always, thank you guys for always bringing forth amazing topics and things that you wanna hear. It is just an honor to also be able to have beautiful guests here and just share amazing space, sacred space. And so I thank you from the depths of my heart. I wanna go ahead and get started with a little bit of an affirmation and it goes a little bit like this. I am balanced. I am divinely in sync with every fiber of my being. I am in remembrance of all that I am and where I began. I am open to accept all of my blessings that I previously held back on. I grant myself permission to live freely with no regrets. And may that simmer in your blood and bones and fuel your being today or any day that you listen to this. And I'm also very blessed to share sacred space with this divine spirit. Jiminelle, how are you today?
1: I'm doing really good today.
0: Yeah, I, I love the affirmation that you just spoke. I really felt that. Mm, thank you, thank you for sharing it with me. It's really an honor to have you here with me. Your music has grounded me and kept me moving in so many spaces and it's just really a, an honor and a blessing to have you here.
1: yes, thank you for sharing that testimony i'm I'm glad that it resonates with you and and so many others it's been it's been a real blessing to be able to watch how something that was like a tool for me um, has been a tool for others so Thank you for mm. sharing
0: that. <laughs> yes, and congrats on one million streams, by the way. How is that feeling?
1: Oh man, it's it's really um, it's very surreal. I'm like kind of still. <laughs> on um, it's been pretty pretty amazing to see that. Like just a couple years ago, when they did like the Spotify wrap up, I only had like a few thousand listens and maybe like a mm. hundred people listening and. This morning I woke up, I had 45,000 monthly listeners and
0: um,
1: about 200,000 <laughs> streams a month, which is incredible. So I'm very, very grateful, happy that the music is spreading.
0: Yes, yes. I'm so happy for you. And may those blessings continue to roll. I mean, you really speak. Uh, I can you can just feel it in the music that you come from the soul and Mm. you know that that has no other option but to resonate with people right (laughs)
1: Right. yeah and it's it's interesting because you kind of have to trust that whatever you speak from your soul is going to resonate because it can be a little scary i was just like is anyone going to listen to a bunch of mantras on repeat like i'm not sure (laughs) <laughs> um, trusting the spirit is really it's been such a blessing because it's like now I have no doubts about when the spirit is leading me somewhere um mm-hmm. and so that that's been really a really cool gift um in relationship to mantra loops Is just like I trusted the spirit and the, and the spirit helped me like reach so many people now that like whatever music i put out next has a platform already and that's that's such a big deal to be able to mm. have a platform to share your word or your wisdom
0: mm. Mm. i love that for you please open us up a little bit about how your artistry began and how this journey like led you into creating from spirit and from that place of deep healing
1: yeah yeah um Oof, man i've been doing music since I was a little kid, it's been like my like one of my first loves and passions was just writing music. Um, actually, more than singing, it, it was just like the lyricism behind different songs mm-hmm. and being able to piece together um, different stories and tell it through like song form and having like melody and harmony. Uh, just something that I've always, always been drawn to. So there's never really been a doubt in my mind that I was supposed to be creating music. Um, But I've Mm -hmm. always written or had I had always written music from a space of struggle. And I think a lot of people do. Right. It's like Mm -hmm. you hear about these challenges. you got to get it off your chest. And so I wrote all of these songs from a place of um, of the challenges that I was experiencing. And then, um, you know, one day I was just listening to music and thinking about how music catches people and how people subconsciously saying things in their heads all the time and Mm -hmm. I started to think about what messages I was repeating just based off of the music I was listening to like it was it something that was feeding me or was it something that was draining me um and so I really started digging deep into how I could make an impact through my music Mm -hmm. um I kind of took a break after high school to um to just focus on education and went to college and was like kind of writing then and then i I got into grad school and um i really got into this deep path of educating people um Mm -hmm. and i realized that i had a gift of sharing knowledge um in simple ways and so i started to write music from kind of like this educational perspective like what can i teach through my music um Mm -hmm. and uh, I think I think about this a lot, like how like, you know, conscious artists don't really always get the shine or the recognition because it's like their information is too deep in their music, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <And> it's like, <laughs> so I, I wrote all these songs, but like no one was really listening to them. And so I, I got a little bit frustrated with the way that music was going and also kind of started to second guess, like, is this my path? Is this my purpose? Am I supposed to be creating music Um, And I'm thankful to have always had like the support of family and friends who are like, no, this is definitely what you're supposed to be doing. Um, Mm -hmm. Even while I was like, you know, super broke and trying to figure out like, is this dream really worth it? I have these two degrees, like I should just, I should just use them. I should, you know, get a job, get a salary, like whatever, Um, get out of this situation. And so many people affirmed me that, but we need your voice, Gemini. like we need your message. We need what you have. It's only a matter of time. Like all of those types of affirmations that really uplifted me. Um mm-hmm. and then, you know, life got really real. Like because I was in a financial situation where I couldn't really support myself financially. Uh, mm-hmm. And we my husband and I, my now husband, my um my just my partner then, we were living in um we were living in this apartment that was kind of given to us through friends and you know, we were making ends meet. Um, and then one day the landlord was just kind of like, I can't, um, have you guys live in here anymore and just no real reason a very short timeline for us to get out. And, um, I ended up being like in a, in a really real (laughs) life situation where I was in New York and I was trying to figure out how I was going to make it and how I was going to prove income and, you know, how, how I was going to get a place to live. And so, we ended up living at another friend's place, thankfully. And um, mm-hmm. it was at that moment when I really I realized that um, the gift and the power that I had was to be able to write myself out of the situation. So rather than writing from a place of struggle, writing from a place of abundance in what I wanted to see my life as, uh, like a manifestation in that way or like a visualization, mm-hmm. a written visualization. And I started writing these songs um, just about how I could glow up and, you know, grow and, um, and be in a, in a better state of mind and also spirit, um, but also physically and in the world. Um, so mm-hmm. that's the first song that I, I wrote and released that was kind of in that vein of um, just manifestation is a song called Oh, and it's about becoming whole. And um, I wrote that song probably at one of the lowest points in my life. Um, But it's a song that like you wouldn't be able to tell by listening to it that I was in a a bad state of mind, you know, Um, and I watched I literally watched my life um, blossom from writing that song, Uh, the opportunity Mm. began to grow, the visibility began to grow, uh, the financial opportunities grew, and I was able to get back on solid, like a solid foundation, um, in terms of just financially, physically, I was back grounded again um Mm -hmm. and i felt like it's because i wrote that song about becoming whole it gave me the opportunity to actually become whole Uh, Mm -hmm. and so from there i really started exploring language and um and affirmations and um there was an affirmation that kind of got me started from a book called abundance now written by lisa nichols and Mm -hmm. uh, she says i she says i joyfully submit to the will of my calling and I started saying that just kind of like because I, don't, I, I didn't believe it at first. So I was like, ah, I feel like I'm always submitting to the will of my calling. I'm always working and I'm always doing what I'm supposed to do, but I don't feel joyful about it and I don't feel good about it. And, um, and then, you know, I realized that me just saying the words, like I joyfully submit to the will of my calling. If I don't say it with joy, like with actual joy, then I'm not actually living it, you know? And yeah. so it, it kind of, it um, taught me to check myself. It taught me to check my language. It taught me to start seeing like, am I saying this authentically or am I just saying it? Am I just saying it just to say it? Um, mm-hmm. And that was one of the mantras that got me thinking about mantras that would work for my life where I was in that season. Mm-hmm. And um, in the season that I wrote the project Mantra Loops, um, I was doing a lot of really deep self work around release, around release of expectations about who I was supposed to become, um, mm-hmm. about around release of uh, shame for the things that I had done that I didn't really approve of or I wish I had it done. Or, um, so I, I was really doing a lot of self work around um, just releasing this idea of who I was, whether it be good, bad or ugly. And Mm. allowing myself to be open to the fact that I already am everything that I want to be. I already am everything that I'm supposed to be rather than Mm. holding on to this. But I need to be this and I need to be that. And I wish I didn't do this. I wish I didn't destroy this opportunity, you know, and holding on to so much. um, The only word I can really think of is like, it's like darkness. There's a lot of darkness in that. But I think it was Mm. more so I was holding on to, I was holding on to an expectation um, without being open to what the spirit and God had in place for me already, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, w- through mantra loops, I just really worked on changing my internal dialogue because I was definitely one of those people that would spiral negatively off of just a tiny little seed of a thought, and I would let that seed grow into this giant tree of doubt and shame and fear. And I would stop myself before the the thought was even finished. And um, I just realized that that was a bad habit that I needed to break and I really needed to change my internal dialogue. And the best way that I knew how to do that was by singing these songs that were gonna help me check myself. Like, um, and just thinking about those things. So whenever I got into a space of scarcity mindedness, I'd be like, "Mm mm-mm, nope. Everything I need is already (laughs) inside. Like, you got this girl, you are okay. Like, you're gonna be fine. Um, and yes. then after like so many times of uh, repeating those words, just as mantras, not even as songs, but as so many times repeating those words, and and kind of like bringing myself to believe, like bringing myself to a space of believing them. And repetition, I actually mm-hmm. did believe that everything I need is already inside. And um, you know, and then recording the album was like an even an even bigger challenge because there were days where I'm like, nah, the joy is not in the work and I'm not about to go sleep. <laughs> I'm tired. The joy is in the rest. I just want to go to sleep, you know, but it, um, it forced me to show up authentically every single time because there is no way that people would have connected the same way. If I was in a studio singing the joy is in the work with no joy. And if mm. I was, if I was saying, I forgive myself and I release all the things that don't serve me now while I'm holding some grudge around myself. Like there's no way that it would have connected with people a- in that same way. And, um, and so like, it just really brought me to a space of having to be who I said I was gonna be through these mantras. Um, and mm-hmm. I'm so grateful for it because I, I, this project literally changed my whole life. Um, and now I get to see the fruits of that and how it's helping change other people, um, and helping grow other people. And yeah, I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited that, um, you know, something that's been so helpful to me can be so helpful to others.
0: Mm-hmm. Wow. Like you just, you just laid out a whole mouthful, <laughs> of, um, <laughs> amazing, but I feel like it's, it's, it's the testimony, you know, like it's mm-hmm. really it's really what you've experienced and what we feel, and like you said, it it really has your music has served, and you showing up authentic, authentically has served so many of us, and uh, even in my circles, you know, because I learned I learned your music through a friend, and I didn't even know, like, you know, my energy was infinite was you, and then I heard Joy in the Work, and I was like, oh, this is my jam, like you know, and because even in the work. Uh, you know, where spirit guides me, some days I do not feel like showing up in the work, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. like you said, rest rest sounds real good right now, yeah. <laughs> <You know? laughs> like the joy is in, in the dream world. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but, but you know, like then before I know it, spirit is getting me up at 4am, like we told you the joy was in the work (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know and and sometimes it really is like that you know and one thing that I learned is that discipline and going to the altar or going into my space the safe spaces that I create for me really is what takes me out of that uh, quote-unquote darkness or that funk that I feel you know so one thing I I really want to lead into is like, what does your safe space look like, you know, besides the affirmations and the mantras that, you know, in that inner dialogue that you have, are there things that you do in your daily practice to really move you in that energy?
1: Yeah, yeah, Um, I love that. And yes, I I would definitely say that. um, So I really take my mornings to myself very seriously um mm-hmm. so i take that time sometimes it's to do nothing um sometimes it's you know to um i go through like a a little reiki practice and i affirm each and every one of my chakras and that's like a really short practice um but mm-hmm. i do that in the morning just to like remind myself that i got myself you know and that we're going we going we to get through the day however it is <clears throat> mm-hmm. so right now i'm i'm actually developing like Kind of a new regiment but i always kept my mornings sacred to myself so it'd be whether it be like i do my reiki practice i do some fire breathing um i sometimes journal sometimes i read sometimes i look at the clock and i say okay i got an extra hour of sleep i could take and sometimes i take that but my mornings are my mornings um i try to get out and exercise spend some time in the sun um, and those are like those are the things that are pretty consistent throughout the week. Um, mm-hmm. But right now, I'm working on creating um, creating a routine that's like that feels a little bit more routine, I guess. Um, mm-hmm. And somebody at my job today actually uh, they gave me an acronym, and I was like, "Yes, this is the acronym I needed." Thank you, Spirit. Um, but it's, it's SAVERS, F- um, S-A-V-E-R-S, and this it stands for silence, affirmations, visualization, exercise, reading, and scribing. And so yeah. of those six letters, I did five of them today, and I was like, yes, I won the morning. Um, and so like that's something that I really wanna incorporate as we get into the end of the year. Uh, for myself and um, just really give myself the opportunity to not only feed the spirit but to feed the mind and the body as well Um, Mm -hmm. and so I try to make it a whole list like a whole practice of something for the spirit something for the mind something for the body Um, and then the other thing I I do is I make sure that I nourish myself with a lot of green stuff <laughs> like mm-hmm. I, I want to eat from the earth you know there's there's messages in the food that we eat and so um that's another thing that I consider like a sacred space is is like my kitchen and being able to um cook and to um to nourish myself from like plants it just mm-hmm. is a really good feeling um I'm not perfect but <laughs> I definitely
0: <laughs> am, I'm working to be more consistent Yeah. Mm, I love that so much and I love that for you and thank you for sharing that acronym with us because look we needed that I'm over here like what scribe okay let me write this down let me (laughs) me get this in my life okay yes (laughs) I love that Mm. and and another thing relatable is I, I talk about getting in the kitchen a lot because it's very therapeutic and whenever you put intention into everything you do and you communicate with your plants you know i'm talking to the onions like thank you for detoxing my body you know <laughs> like thank you for the kale for nourishing me okay i love the iron <laughs> yes. you know and and that's that has really changed my life so you know i hope all the listeners are really soaking that in because Mm, just being intentional in your life, it it doesn't matter, like, how we look at it, like, oh, I'm doing this perfectly, quote-unquote, like, you're already perfection, you just showing up as yourself is already worthy, and it's definitely showing up, and we can see it, you know, and yes. most importantly, you can see it, you can see it in yourself.
1: Yes, absolutely, absolutely, yeah, I think what mm-hmm. I noticed, too, is, like, the more that I am intentional about Um, Taking care of myself with love and and also just being mindful about what I'm taking in and not just what I'm consuming um, food wise, but also what I'm consuming energy wise, like Mm -hmm. what kind of information am I looking at on social media? Or, you know, what, what am I attaching myself to? Am I attaching myself to the drama that someone's sharing with me or am I dismissing it? Um, And I realized that the more that I'm intentional about what I intake and what I nourish myself with, the clearer of mind I am and the clearer spirit I am. So the nuggets just come faster. Like, Oh, I I got a question for, I got a question for God and God pull up like, 30 minutes later, like, Hey, here's your answer. And I'm like, wow, that was pretty fast. I was, I was expecting it to take like a week. Um, but <laughs>
0: it's, that,
1: it's that, um, consistency in being, um, intentional, but also like knowing what your alignment is and moving in that. Um, mm-hmm. so that's something that I've definitely been working on. I think that's why consistency is like a big, a big thing for me right now. Cause, um, I say for the summer months, I was really inconsistent and I felt the effects of it almost immediately um, mm-hmm. because I wasn't in alignment with what my highest self was asking of me. Mm-hmm. And so oof, Q4, we moving differently. You know, this last quarter of the year, <laughs> we showing up really. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just and that And that really is what it is. It's just it's literally just showing up for yourself the same way you show up for others. Like when you make a commitment to someone else, you show up for them, but we don't often do the same thing for ourselves. And so I I know I'm guilty of that. I'll commit to whatever I got on my calendar, but you know, I I don't do that when it's just me and there's no one holding me accountable.
0: Right. And and that's really the most important commitment and that you can make because self-trust is really the only trust that matters yep. <laughs> in, in the grand scheme of it. Cause if I can't trust myself, I really can't trust others. Yep, nope. So there, there's no partnership there. There's no, there's no opportunities that we can grow together in that space.
1: Yeah. If yep. We- And I think that's the thing that makes it hard for us to find community. A lot of times is that we are um, learning and unlearning how to trust people or, you know, who to trust or, and how to trust ourselves. And it's like, as soon as we get hurt by something that we didn't see coming, you know, all of a sudden we we figure like, oh, I can't trust myself or I can't, I, you know, and that just trickles into not being able to trust others too. So yeah, yeah. I agree with that. I'm, I'm learning, I'm learning how to uh, just commit and trust and be as loyal to myself as I am to others.
0: <laughs> yes. I love that for you. I want to um, go back into... You know what you were saying about changing that inner dialogue in your music and Mm -hmm. um you know like how you were speaking from a place of pain for so long and i completely agree like that's really what a lot of our our collective is doing is Mm -hmm. repeating in in these songs (laughs) you know all of this pain that we just reliving it and reviving it every time um and and i feel like You know, if we get to the root of healing, we're we're always going to go back to nurturing that inner child and tapping back into that inner child. So was there a point in your journey where you found it difficult to create and connect with that inner child? And how did you maneuver through that? Mm.
1: Um, I feel like my creative self is like the most in tune with the inner child, because that's where the spirit of play comes from, right? Like, that's Mm -hmm. like, and I think that the more I play, the better I create. So, um, I would say, I would say there was a time when my, when my inner child was not ready to express, Mm -hmm. um, because, okay, so I'm the youngest, I'm the, I'm the youngest in my family. I'm the baby. And I'm mm-hmm. like, you know, I'm seven and 14 years apart from my older siblings, So I'm I'm really the baby, like the, te- the teeniest one. And <laughs> and I'm the only girl. I'm also the smallest in my family, height-wise and, and size-wise, right? So, mm-hmm. and I'm also the youngest amongst most of my peers and my friends. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. So
1: um, for the longest time, I had this, this, uh, um little sister complex of no one's listening to me no one's taking me seriously <laughs> like, i'm saying all this stuff i got all this knowledge and no one's listening to me um and i think that that's a part that i still struggle with sometimes it's something that i'm i'm very aware of now so when i catch myself mm-hmm. doing it i'm like okay girl you tripping you just you you being a little you being a bratty little sister right now um but I have this—I have always had this issue of wanting to be heard, wanting to be seen, and wanting to be listened to, and wanting to be taken seriously. And um, there was a time where my creative self was trying to do what I thought would help me to be seen, and to help me to be heard, mm. and to help me to be, you know, um, taken seriously. So what? how that resulted or how that reflected is I was writing songs that I thought might be catchy, you know, like, Oh, so that's good. That's going to hit everybody's going to love it, but it wasn't something that was really authentic to me or I would get in the studio. And instead of singing with my full self, I was singing with like half myself and trying to sound pretty and, you know, like trying to make it perfect. And, you know, this is radio ready. And I was thinking, thinking along those lines rather than just realizing that like me being me was going to put put me and position me exactly where I wanted to be but I was Mm -hmm. trying to be like everyone else in order to be heard and to be seen and to be taken seriously as an artist as a creative as a as a studio like recording artist in the studio Like I just wanted people to um, see me in the studio oh, oh she can sing live and she could sing for the studio like oh that's cool um, and it wasn't really until mantra Loops for real I met um, a, a producer who was like belt sing as hard as you can like put your whole energy out there this is a live performance you know and, right. and it was like oh he sees me he hears me He's taking me seriously. And I'm just being myself. Mm-hmm. And it took, it took, and you know, and he's not the first person. He's the first producer I ever worked with. But my partner has been saying that for years. He was like, why are you singing all soft on this track? And he's
0: like,
1: <laughs> you want to hear live 7 And the whole time I'm like, no, but the music industry this and the music industry that. And he's like, nah. He is like, this ain't hitting the way you do live. And he was like, and that's not cool. You know, and. Um, yeah. And, you know, it took like, it took him just pushing that into me, like my partner, just being like, nah, you're not, you're not living your best self. You're not being your best self, you know, and telling me mm-hmm. I'm not being my best self. And who you, who are you pretending for? Why are you doing this? Uh, you know, I've known my partner for 20 years, so we grew up together. And so he's someone who, when he says, you're not being yourself, I actually stop and listen, you know? And think mm-hmm. to myself, like, okay, what's, what is not, what's not, what am I not communicating authentically right now? And yeah. so um, he was really, he really pressed me to find a producer who would let me be me. Um, and uh, the person who recorded uh, and produced Mantra Loops, his name is Sammy Salazar. Um, one of the best recording engineers I've ever worked with, just in terms of being able to Help me find my voice um, in the recording studio and have it be as, as, like, the best that I can be, you know? Right. So um, that was a gift. Um, and I would say, yeah, no, it's just for me, um, challenging my inner
0: child to be myself, you know? Right and you know we're we're really conditioned to have the mask on at such an early age you know to survive we're put yeah. into this survival place so early in the world like from school to our some of our families you know how we show up in college and the workspace like I've realized that taking off this mask is sometimes like pulling off your skin and being reborn, <laughs> and it's just sometimes it's really painful. Yeah, sometimes it is. Like it, it's really looking deeper at things yeah. that we don't even see subconsciously.
1: Yeah, I definitely, I definitely think that um, it is hard work. To remove the mask and really look inwardly,
0: um, mm-hmm.
1: I I feel though that it is harder work not to do it, um, because yes. you are living in this facade, in this unfulfillment, in this um, just it's like a it's just an uncomfortable space to be not who you are, you know. And so I think when we when we start to do that hard work it actually makes life a lot easier. It's like the harder the work, mm-hmm. the easier the easier it gets, you know? Um, and so I think, I think a lot of times I try to welcome that difficult self-work um, mm-hmm. because I know, like I know when something is challenging me that much and I'm like, ooh, I'm scared. I don't want to look in there. Like I don't I don't even want to. You know you got to. That you know <laughs> I mean? like, that's when you have to do it. And so I usually allow myself about a, a few hours to be scared. Like, okay, you scared? All right. Why are you scared? Okay. Uh, All right. Now you got to do it. One, two, three, go! Like just, just, just do it. Um. And I and I really, I really hope that like all of the listeners that are listening in right now, like I really hope that. Um, when you're faced with something that is scary, that you do the work to figure out why it is scary, and you do the work to uncover why it doesn't sit well with you, um, because mm. the other side of, on the other side of that deep self work, and I'm not saying it's going to be fast. It's definitely not going to be easy. It's going to be a lot of tears. You're gonna have a lot of questions. You might get shook up for a while, but on the other side of that. There's so much peace because now you can walk. You can walk in in a full and more authentic who you are. You know, like you can really walk mm-hmm. in who you are with pride um, and a lot of confidence. Because I think I think when we hold on to those things, that what that's what creates those energies around shame and doubt and scarcity is because mm-hmm. there is something in you that is unfulfilled. And so whenever you have those little scary moments of like, ooh, man, I don't know why I'm I'm afraid to dig into this, dig into it. Um and you'll feel so much better afterward. And also too, I believe that, you know, when we ignore those signs to do that work, uh the signs get louder. They get, mm-hmm. get <laughs> they get harder. So if it's like you keep running into the same issue, ooh, child, you got some self-work to do around that thing. So, right. uh, you know, and this is me speaking from experience as someone who has run very far away from her issues for a very long time. And when they came to in head, they were they were ugly. They were ugly. Mm. And so um, now I don't even hesitate. I'm like, oh, okay, you got something for me to work on? All right, I'm going to do it. Because I don't right. even want to get to the other end of that, you know?
0: mm-hmm and it it but like you said the signs get louder and it gets more and more unbearable and okay. <laughs> you you can't be victim forever you got to take hold of that and be like <laughs> okay let me let me check myself because yeah yeah and and there's so much freedom like you said so much peace and that's those are the spaces where we can really like go into our self-worth and our Mm self-love you know like we can't really love something that we feel guilty about being right (laughs) that's true that's true
1: yeah and I think that was like the biggest thing for me is that I had a lot of shame around it was like my lack of awareness of myself and how I moved and the decisions that I made like I was just running blind into all these situations that were hurting people And I carried Mm -hmm. so much shame around that because it was like that wasn't my intention, but it also wasn't like it was not my intention, if that makes sense, because I wasn't being intentional about what I was doing. And so because I didn't have any intention not to hurt people, like I wasn't being clear minded about the decisions I was making and how that would impact others around me. Um, Mm -hmm. and I ran into that issue so many times before it was like, okay, now you're, you're going to lose someone who's very close to you if you don't figure out why you're doing this. And so Mm -hmm. I really had to figure out what, where this lack of self-awareness came from. And it just came from me dismissing my issues forever. Like, um, yeah, Mm -hmm. no, that's not a problem. (laughs) It's like, no, it is a problem. (laughs) But you have what you need to fix it. And, you know, I think that I think that um, one thing I hope people take away from this is that whatever issue you're facing, you're already equipped with everything that you need to to get through it. But it's just going to take your your attention and your intention to grow through it. So I figure anybody who's who's listening to this, they're already ready to do some kind of self-work, right?
0: Yeah, (laughs) And if not, you know, I hope y'all buckle up, <laughs> But you know, y'all, everybody is divinely supported in this path, you know, like, absolutely. I I love how you said, like, you just have, you're already equipped with that, like, mm-hmm. you know, and a lot of times we just don't trust ourselves enough to know that we are equipped with that. But once yep. we start getting into it, we're like, oh, can't nothing stop me now. <laughs> exactly, exactly. And it really,
1: it really just takes Small steps in the right direction. And that is what I've learned for myself. Really taught me how to trust myself. When I was successful in these small steps, it's like, oh, okay, I can do this. All right, cool. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and and I do think it takes consistency too. Like it really does. It takes you just being like, you know, I'm not sure um, why I'm dealing with this thing and my mental health, but I'm gonna spend five minutes a day to myself. And every time I spend those five minutes just thinking to myself or drawing or just breathing, honestly, just breathing is just like a solution in itself. Just Mm -hmm. breathing will teach you so much about yourself. And um, like when you're able to take those little moments and say like, I did this and I was consistent about it. Like you'll look back and be like, wow, I'm such a different person from six months ago, you know, and and not even realize that that's part of the self work is just, just being consistent with yourself so that you can learn how to trust and how to show up and how to be loyal. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, because the, the world, the world ain't doing it for us. You know what I mean? Like there's, there's a lot of chaos happening in life right now. And there's a lot of hurt and um, there's a lot of people who are, uh, who lack awareness. There's a lot of people who are healing from trauma. Uh, you know what I mean? And so the world doesn't mm-hmm. do it the world doesn't do the work for us and the world presents a lot of obstacles, but a lot of those obstacles ain't even real for real. Once you start breathing, like a lot of those obstacles literally melt away with breath. And Mm -hmm. um, it's just important for us to just take pause and connect, connect with ourselves through breath and, and really spend time alone and thinking about what it is that you want to accomplish and how you're going to work through, whatever it is that you you're trying to get to so
0: mm-hmm. thank you for that yes that breath has has seen me through many moments
1: <laughs> Yes, even like, even us breathing together today so before we got out here we, d- we did a little breathing together and and Zane you set some intentions that were beautiful and I just remember because I started back to work after a two-week vacation today and I don't think I was breathing all day
0: <laughs>
1: I was like okay I gotta do this and this and this And then when we took pause to breathe, I was like, oh, yeah, you have that still. Um, Which is funny, Mm because while I was on vacation, that's all I was doing was breathing. And then I came back and I forgot, you know. Um, It's easy to do. Reminded me, yeah, reminded me to breathe. And I just instantly felt this sense of calm and I felt connected. And I was like, all right all right spirit just go ahead and do what you're gonna do today
0: (laughs) (laughs) yes i'm I'm grateful to share that moment with you you know like it's easy to get caught up in the and especially in the time loop of things you know like the illusion of time is so crazy how it can sometimes swipe us right on out of our out of our bodies the trip mm. <laughs> it really is um I did want to go into a little bit of our topic today which is establishing harmony within our craft and you know our purpose as well mm-hmm. as our partnerships um and I want to know like what has been your personal experience with having balance in this Ooh,
1: it's been a journey <laughs> <laughs> it has been a journey um so, I kind of I've been moving away from the word balance um, and into the word harmony. So I think it's great that you introduced it with talking about harmony, because balance implies that we spend time equally in these spaces, and that's just not always the case for a lot of people. Like we already spend a third of our lives; most people spend a third of their lives working for someone else, and mm-hmm. so in the other third, trying to get some rest and recovery from from that. So where do we fit um, within that final third, our family, our purpose, uh, our health, you know, all of those things, I feel um, you got you to gotta try to figure out how to fit them in. And um, I will say that for a long time, and, and even now still, there are some times uh, where I am overwhelmed by the idea of trying to harmonize with everything. Um, Mm. because as my life and my career pick up, as these opportunities grow, I'm challenged with whether or not to take some of these opportunities because I know they're going to be good for me, um, in terms of my career and my success. But I also understand that they're not going to be great for me in terms of how much rest I'm going to get or how I'm going to be able to balance everything. We um, mm-hmm. so talked about balance, like how am I going to be able to balance my whole entire life with with, um, with this new opportunity? And so I'm being met with a lot of those questions right now. And so I've been kind of working on simplifying my life and trying to find um, um, more harmony within like making sure that my my sacred space that we talked about earlier is a priority mm-hmm. to me. Because when I take the time to have that sacred space in the morning, it gives me, it gives me everything I need um, to maintain myself throughout the rest of the day. Um, you know, and so I'm finding that um, I have a certain window of focus and it's usually in the morning after those sacred hours, right? I got about four and a half hours of deep focus Um, And that's Mm -hmm. what I give like my most important task of the day to, because after lunch and around two o'clock, I'm ready to take a nap. (laughs) So, (laughs) so, you know, usually I will find time to like eat during my lunch or like eat during my work hours and take a a nap during my lunch break, because I know that rest is going to be the thing that helps me get through the remainder of the day. Um, and so I'm, I'm figuring out what it looks like for me to harmonize with myself. And I think it goes back to this idea of living authentically, right? So I work, mm-hmm. for, a comp- I work for a company called Passion Planner. It's a pretty well-known company. And one thing that we speak on is how to live your most authentic life. Um, and Passion Planner is supposed to be a tool for you to actually create that space for you to live your most authentic life. So this is a conversation I'm consistently having with myself um, at Mm -hmm. work and then also like at home. Um, And it challenges me to really think about what's the most authentic life for me. Um, And so while I was on vacation in Hawaii, I was also thinking about what the most authentic life looks like for me. And being in a space or a place that's like small towns rather than big city, like you Mm -hmm. feel the difference in pace. You feel the difference in urgency and like the sense of time. Um, And that to me, like slowing down felt far more authentic than the life I've been living here in Mm -hmm. San Diego, where I am building, I'm constantly building and I love building things. I think that that's a piece of my purpose. I love building community. I love building infrastructure. I like creating systems. And so Mm -hmm. those are things that I find as someone who loves doing these things that I'm working around the clock because I'm excited about it but that doesn't often leave space for me to actually connect with my community and usually mm-hmm. it'll be like you know I'll go and I'll host this event and I get to interact with you know hundreds of people and it's a really fulfilling thing but then I didn't have any opportunity that week or that month to interact with my mom or my brother or my partner in mm-hmm. in ways that are intimate and loving you know And so um, having that opportunity to slow down really made me realize that there's a lot more that I can do to create harmony amongst my family structure, because that's something that I value. It's something that is important to me. And so um, I am currently in the process of revamping what harmony looks like for me, because I've had this awakening (laughs) back home Mm -hmm. in Hawaii, where I was like, okay, okay. Now I can, now I can figure out for me, um, you know, how to integrate the best way that I can, um, all of the things that I value. So whether that be my music career, my family, um, you know, my financial stability, um, whatever else it is, (laughs) like, I want to make sure that I'm creating space for all of that. Oh, my sacred space. I'm like, there's one missing. My sacred (laughs) space. Um, So I want to make sure that there's time for all of that. So one thing that my brother and I discussed, um, because he recently made the transition from an employee to entrepreneur, so now he's working Mm -hmm. from home. So I'm like, hey, how about I come work with you some days of the week, you know? Um, And that's going to give me an opportunity to not only work with him and connect with him more, um, but it's also going to give me the opportunity to connect with his children more. And so that's something that I'm really looking forward to. It's something that we just discussed a couple of days ago. Um, and I'm, I'm really looking forward to having that opportunity to kind of blend worlds, you know, and have the space to say, um, yeah, I am working, but I am also connecting. Um, and, you know, and I do feel like a lot of times those things do overlap. Um, and so it's just about making sure that you prioritize what you need to prioritize in order to fuel you or fuel you <laughs> throughout <laughs> the rest of the day, you know, that way there can be that harming. I also take breaks, you know, like I'll be at work and I'll take like a 10, 20 minute break to just do nothing or breathe, or I don't know, do some push ups, like whatever, <laughs> I, whatever I feel like doing, but it gives me an opportunity to disconnect and reconnect. Um, and then what, you know, I usually find myself coming back super re-energized. Um, and that I think is, I hope I answered your question I kind of yes yes, <laughs> I'm, like yes in a, you did. I'm in a new space of understanding what harmony means for me so uh it got kind of it got kind of processy in the in the thought <laughs>
0: hey I, I love it because I was gonna ask you what would your advice be to those who are stepping into that passion <laughs> and purpose and struggle with that you know balance of harmony and friends family and romance you know and, right you know, like I love that you talked about, you know, integration, which is something that I sit with Spirit a lot. <laughs> I am not gonna lie; like we we sit with that a lot, and I'm like, how can I better integrate the the messages, the the tasks, the the visions that I'm seeing? How can I integrate in my home life, in my family? You know, just. And I, and I love how you said the difference of balance and harmony, because uh, even I did not recognize <laughs> that <laughs> difference at first, but it was a reason why I wrote that down that way. So, you know, <laughs> right. all these awakenings are happening in the, in the moment. And I love that, um, you know, but you've had you've been in this partnership uh, with your partner for a long time, it seems like. Mm-hmm. Um and it seems like y'all partner on a lot of different things, whether that be creatively or, you know, just different aspects in the home life. Yeah. Um, and I'm sure that comes with, you know, in the harmony aspect, you know, there's going to be moments where each of you are going to have to give and and be in different places at different times and, you know, integrate these lifestyles together in companionship. hmm. And, and I, I realize in a lot of the times there's a lot of expectation in, you know, not even just romantic relationships or marriage, but in family roles or people that we live with or friendships, you know? And so uh, just breaking down those expectations and even setting the boundary or openly communicating like where we're at in our lives is what I'm finding is so important.
1: Absolutely. And I think to speak to that, like, um, cause my, my partner and I do work together. We're business partners in a lot of aspects of life and also have our home life. And, you know, I think one thing that we do really well is we communicate our needs. Right. So like I have this thing mm-hmm. where like, if I need him to listen to me without the judgment of like the husband, I say, I really, mm-hmm. I really need a friend right now. And, you know, and mm-hmm. then he kind of gives himself a second to be like, OK, so what are we talking about? You know, and um, and if I if I um, I will tell him, like, hey, you're you've been a really great business partner. Um, but, you know, I need you to be more of a romantic partner this week, you know. And so we kind of have that, that that language that allows us to communicate with each other in ways that, you know, Because, I mean, we all have different roles. Like, every single person has different roles in in how they translate um, information into their lives. You know, we all, Mm -hmm. people got their professional face. You know, they got their turn-up face. They got, (laughs) like, you have Mm -hmm. all these different characters inside of you, and sometimes it really just takes being able to identify, like, hey, I really, I I, I really miss the romantic side of us, you know? Um, And I think that Mm -hmm. that's something that, um, as, you know, as, uh business partners like we love working together it's so fun it's like a game like we're just building and building and building and sometimes we forget to um you know take moments to be like you want to go on a date like you want to just catch up you know
0: um (laughs) Mm -hmm. and so
1: like that's something that um you know I, I I'm working on communicating more clearly and And also, too, when it's like, actually, I just really need some space. I need to be by myself because we work together, we live together, we play together. You know what I mean? Like right now, though, I think I need some Gemini time and I'm going to I'm going to take a minute. Um, And, you know, that's that's something that I'm also I I struggle with that. I struggle. I struggle with taking space when I need it. So so that's something I'm working on right now. Um, But I wanted to touch base really quickly on like the tools for people who are looking for harmony um because there's one tool that I use that has been significant in making sure that I am feeding all parts of me and um um again like I use a passion planner this doesn't have to be done in one of them although I do recommend them highly not because I work for them but because I have used them for years and it's really helped me to um it's really helped me just to organize my life in a way that has been clear and focused. And mm-hmm. uh, one thing that I do that has been significant um, is I break my life into these quarters. I call it like the four quarters, right? So mm-hmm. within my life, I focus on, you know, my music and my purpose. That's one. And I give it a color and the color is blue. Cause I think about the throat chakra. <laughs> so I'm like, mm-hmm. it's, it's blue. it's gotta be blue. But music and purpose is one quarter. Um, spirit, which I consider, like, health of mind, body, spirit. Like, it's all one. So that's a, mm-hmm. that's another quarter of my life, and that one is purple for the crown. And then mm-hmm. um, community. So when I think about community, I think about that in terms of, like, uh, my internal household, um, you know, my primary family, or, like, my uh, – what do you call it? My nuclear family, like, my, mm-hmm. my mom – my brother, um, my dad, you know, um, and then I think about um, the the outside community, everyone else, you know, how I'm, ser- how am right. I showing up? How am I serving that community? How am I serving my family? How am I taking care of my household? Like that's another quarter of my life, and then the other is like financial stability, or you consider career, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so that one is green for the money because we manifested money over here. Um, okay, <laughs> but. I break my life into these four quarters and these four colors, because when I write down the things that I need to do within those categories, I can see, am I feeding my community this week? Am I feeding my spirit this week? Am I doing something good for my music career? Am I doing something good for my financial stability? And so when I look at life, like with these colors, I can see like, oh, there's too much green on here. There's too much financial stability. There's not enough spirit. You know, so that this week is gonna feel out of harmony because I didn't focus on my spirit, you know, or this week is gonna feel a little uh because I didn't do the work that I needed to do to make sure that it was balanced, um or Mm -hmm. harmonious, you know. And so that is a tool that I would recommend for people, uh, whether it be color coded or not. That's just how I work visually, but like (laughs) really look at your life in into like what do you want to prioritize in life because focusing on four things. Like, it it might not sound like a lot, but it is a lot. That's something that's going to fill up your whole day, you know, Um, and or your whole week, if you want to break it up and be like, I got one day for community. I got one day for this. Like, if you if you're looking at like your life and you're having trouble uh, finding harmony in it, I suggest you break it down in a way where you can see things more clearly and how to function and, and how to move forward. So, yeah, I just wanted to, t- I just wanted to give something practical to, <laughs> to move forward with.
0: Yes. Thank you for sharing that. Cause I definitely break it down very similarly. Uh, not, not in just those, those quarters per se, like I don't label them just like that, but it, it makes a lot of sense the way you did that. <laughs> and uh, I, I normally break it down like in, um, Is this physical? Is this mental? Is this emotional, or is this spiritual? That's how I have been, you know, moving around. And um, I'm definitely going to add some of your key elements too, because I like the the chakra, you know, correlation. (laughs) It's 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 giving me the vibes, and also like green money, stability, opportunity, and abundance. It comes from the heart space. Yeah, it does. (laughs) So it does
1: i didn't even yeah, think about we, that but thank you for connecting that dot because i'm like man everything else is all like <laughs> everything else is all good and i'm like yeah now nah, i'm gonna get this money too
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah that greed dollar dollar bill like right. no, but, but hey the dollar bill speaks to the heart if you yes, live in that heart space you know You're right you were very right Mm, I love that we share so many gems today. And just, you know, being able to share this sacred space with you has been so wonderful. And I I wanted to just come into is there anything that you would like to share with us that we can look forward to seeing whether that be your create, I saw you coming up with more merch, I'd love to know anything that you're putting out coming soon as well.
1: Yeah, yeah. So I just launched uh, mantra loops.com. And I have some Uh, intentional self-care that you can wear. Um, So I'm really just working on, you know, bringing the music to life in the physical um, by giving us reminders of, you know, these affirmations that we have access to. Um, And so another thing that we'll be launching, I'm not sure exactly when, but we're working on, um, my husband and I are working on uh, designing an e-course to help people still the mind and get to a, a their place of power and their place of choice um, because it all it all begins in the mind so as soon as we start feeding anxious thoughts we forget that we have control over other things um, that will mm-hmm. help us kind of calm down and make decisions more clearly and so uh, we're working on a on a course to help still the mind and um, make decisions from a place of power um, mm-hmm. so that'll be coming soon and what else do I got going on? Um, I, I am, I'm working on also bringing like the visual components and the storytelling, um, through video. So I actually, I'm filming a music video at the end of this month. Uh, we just filmed another music video in July. So I have a meeting to see, you know, what, what that's looking like. Um, calling it a short film. It's not really a a music video so much, but, um, and so yeah, so we have some, so we have some material coming. Um, I would just say stay connected. Um, you can find me at Geminel, um, everywhere. My name is G G spelled G E M I N E L L E. And yeah, pretty much all you got to do is Google search me. Um, you'll find me, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but yeah, definitely check out dot you know, um, just get into the brand a little bit more and, um, yeah, and stay tuned for new music. I got new music coming.
0: So yes. I, I saw that Mantra Loops was volume one. <laughs> like, like, I, I peeped that. I saw that.
1: <laughs> yes, many mini intentions for many volumes. So um yeah, definitely, definitely stay connected. Um yeah, and I mean we're always growing and we're always growing in community too. So Feel free to reach out um i'm pretty responsive um for now i don't know how much longer that's gonna last things are getting busy but <laughs> for now i'm super responsive so um yeah please connect i love hearing from people i love hearing testimonials about mantra loops um it really like makes my day um you know so yeah please feel free to connect
0: mm. Well, thank you so much for sharing this space with me once again. Junelle, it has been amazing. I love you. The Divine loves you. Thank you so much for all your artistry and your the community that you bring. It is simply Divine, so thank you.
1: Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. This has been a beautiful, beautiful conversation. I'm looking forward to uh, sharing it with folks.
0: <laughs> yes, thank you so much and hopefully we'll speak soon. I'd love to have you again sometime and Yeah, just keep. I'm sending my blessings your way to keep blessing everybody else. (laughs) Thank you, thank you. All right, y'all. Well, thank y'all for listening. Make sure you go support Gemini and all that she does. Montre loops. It's on every platform, and of course, everything that's coming soon. Yeah, just keep doing that. And I love you guys. The Divine loves you, and I will talk to you next podcast.